good, isn't it? Life. I mean, look around you. There is so much to be thankful for. So good. So good. Even at the end of what has been a very difficult year for many of us. Welcome to Way Good Life. Hey, would you share these? Rate, review, star. You can even support this podcast now, uh, like financially. It starts at 99 cents a month, which... Right now, and probably forever, 100% of donations go directly to bringing life and hope and goodness into the world. So, we can all get behind that. Oh, by the way, huge shout out to Leanne Hebling. She is Way Good Life's first financial supporter. Thank you, Leanne. There can only be one first supporter, and she scooped that spot up. So, thanks again. I did have a couple of people ask me, to do a better job of promoting Way Good Life this week. Oh, so there you go, my friends. That's on you. If you want to bless me, pick your favorite episode, rate, review, and share it with someone. Simply share it. And then let me know how that goes. So happy New Year's. Here we go. Calling this 2020 and tadpoles. It is unashamedly a repeat of some thoughts I put out a couple episodes ago. Because that's what my family's been talking about. And it's what I've been thinking about. So I scratched some notes out on the way to St. George in a car full of kids and one singing Lindsay at the top of her voice, by the way, to 90s rock. That's just who she is. And then we rang in the new year last night with some of our longest friendships. Very, very special people to us. We climbed rocks in the desert today. So far, the year has been terrific. Last week, too, I am telling you, was so full of so many good stories and moments. Oh, man, like the guy who moved in under the stairs at church. Oh, we have this little shed where we keep a grill and a lawnmower and some empty paint cans. And one of my homeless friends, Jimmy, asked if he could help fix the door. He asked me that on Sunday, so I was like, well, yeah, that'd be awesome. I'll be in touch, man. Next thing I know, I'm getting a call saying someone has moved in under our stairs. <laughs> Turned out Jimmy had moved in Sunday, the same day I gave him permission to fix that door. But looking into that little cubby of a room, you'd have thought he lived there a whole year. <laughs> and also, he may single-handedly be responsible for keeping cigarette companies in business. There were a lot of cigarette butts welcoming people to our church. <laughs> oh, I tell you, that little neighborhood our church is in, there is so much life there. So much life. Hmm. So, this week was full, full. Every day brought something new. Tuesday. Tuesday was tragic for us. We lost our oldest chicken. Early in the morning, I found some feathers, and I followed some fox tracks through the snow into the back lot, and then I scared up Mr. Fox himself. Ah, I said as I was to lose our chicky chick, our favorite one, name of Cheryl, that Mr. Fox is a beautiful creature. He took the creek up past our neighbors, and it wasn't 20 minutes later we saw him outside of our window. I'm telling you, he was spectacular. Red and bushy-tailed Mr. Fox, I had him in my sights but I let him go. Isn't that life? He better stay away from my chickens, though, man. I don't know. Anyway, I'm not calling today Under the Porch Jimmy or Beautiful Killing Machine Mr. Fox. Nope, because it's New Year's Day. So, this is 2020 and tadpoles. Because we have a farm or a zoo at our house at any given minute, 
And that's not even counting the kids. Turtles, snakes, frogs, fish, birds, hamsters, who knows what else. They usually show up in Landon's room first. That guy loves living things. Well, Lindsay does tadpoles every year at her school. You know, for teachery stuff. They watch those little fellas swim around and then... Oh, this is so wild. Out come legs. Oh, legs, y'all. And eventually, what was once a little swimmy thing becomes a little hoppy thing. Like, what? There it is. I mean, there it is. That's a whole new level. Lindsay, by the way, is amazed every single time. Like every time. As if she's never seen such a thing before. She's the same way when hatching chickens in her class every year, or watching caterpillars become butterflies every year. And she just now, literally just now told me, that her biggest sadness was when she taught fifth grade, and she couldn't drum up a sense of wonder in her students. Like the wonder of her second graders this year far outpaces the wonder of her fifth graders. Where do they lose that? So here's a question. Maybe the question. What is it that keeps the wonder alive in Lindsay year after year after year? Every tadpole is a miracle to her. I mean, every year over and over, she's amazed by these living things. She comes home talking about it and saying things like, legs, man, like they grew legs. (laughs) Or this friend of mine who has a farm and harvests raspberries. Her name is Marky. Today is her birthday. And Marky, let me tell you. Margie loves a raspberry. She's fascinated by them. She thinks they're gorgeous. Even though she's farmed these little berries year after year after year, hands in the dirt, water hose on belt, wide-brimmed hat under the sun, she is just fascinated by these little berries. So what is it that keeps wonder alive for some while others have lost it? Wonder, awe, surprise, uh, appreciation, certainly... You know this. Certainly these things fill life with goodness and joy. Who doesn't want that? Who doesn't want that? And here's the thing. There are ways to cultivate wonder in your own life. And there are ways to squash it down. And yes, I know I talk about this often. Why? Because there's there's being alive. And then there's coming to life, living, being filled. And I long for that for every one of you. Because I think, uh, I know you do too, I think coming to life, living, really living, is so much better than the alternative. And I guess too, I'm, I'm like tired of seeing people slog through another day, and then another, and then another. Hey, how are you? I ask one lady every single week for the last five years. Eh, blah, eh, you know, she tells me every single time. Except for maybe the few times that she'll stretch out a little bit and say, well, I'm still here, so that's something. I'm just going to say, I am rejecting that way of being. And, you know, I'm no expert, but part of the solution seems to be wondering and experiencing wonder anew. So again, here's, here's the question. What is it that deepens your sense of wonder? Now, we know that simple things like meditation, prayer, practicing thankfulness, 
certain routines. We know that these things enrich and add value to every other experience. So what is it for you that adds that kind of value? What what makes you stop and slow down and see the world as if it's brand new? How do you invest in your own spirit? <laughs> hmm, how do you invest in your own spirit so that wonder is reintroduced, is encouraged? Because I'm telling you, you can drink a cup of coffee or whatever, or you can have a moment of transcendence, holding the warm mug, smelling the rich roastedness, sipping and thanking God for this experience, this aliveness. Hmm. They may look the same, but let me tell you, they're not even close. Wonder is the stuff of life. So here's Lindsay a couple of nights ago talking about wonder and development, because again, that's just the conversation we've been having. And she says, hey, you know, not all tadpoles turn into frogs. Huh? What? Uh, No, I didn't know that. What the heck are you talking about? It turns out some of her tads never develop into frogs. She had one for years, multiple classes. You know, you dump in the eggs. That big guy is already swimming around because he's been there for a year now. New ones hatch. He's still swimming. Legs sprout out of the new ones. How incredible is that? Legs, y'all. Like, Lindsay comes home so amazed by this every single time. Legs. And that old guy, the original, he's just swimming around being a tadpole. And then those tads, the new ones, they become frogs. They can't go back. You know, there's, there's never going back. It's part of the process. And there's that big old Tad just still swimming around. He missed the window yet again. As Lindsay was telling me this, I vaguely remembered her telling me this before, but for some reason, this time it was brand new. My curiosity was stirred. I had to look it up to see what's going on. (laughs) It's exactly what you think. They just don't change. They're just like, uh, uh, fine, you know. I'm still here, so that's something. You know, sometimes it's not enough nutrients. Other times no one knows why. They just stay exactly how they are. And I can't remember if I said it out loud or if Lindsay and I just had a quiet moment of eye contact, but my being, like my very soul, resolved not to get stuck in a stage that I was meant to move out of. 2020 and tadpoles. 2020 has sometimes felt like a revolving door of garbage collecting. (laughs) But look, we can dig in our heels or we can grow into the next stage. This tadpole conversation, the one between Lindsay and I, and now the one I invite you into, this was part of a longer, larger conversation we were having in our home. Around spiral dynamics, which I studied in college, but uh, was brought back to life for me through a fun little podcast that Rob Bell and his son Trace did together about developmental stages. That one's worth looking up, by the way. So we've been talking about growth, about transcending previous periods, stages, thought patterns, and evolving into more generous, inclusive, welcoming versions of ourselves it's easy for us to identify some beliefs and thoughts and you know areas that we thought we'd left behind. Oh, but it's much harder to see the ones that we currently need to cut loose, that we need to move past. How about you? What things have you been emancipated from? What seasons have you transcended? I wonder. 
I wonder what the leg growing process has been like for you. When you see someone move past you in some way, what thoughts fill your mind? Hey, have you ever done this? Ever resolved to stay just because someone else hasn't? That can't be healthy. Like maybe somebody left behind a belief, maybe an entire belief system, and instead of the natural fascination, wonder, questioning, listening, engaging, entering in, you just determine. By God, you'll never budge. You'll be swimming in that pond forever. (laughs) Oh, when we see that in ourselves, it should serve as a small alarm bell. Something is wrong. We're holding our own selves back. Now, I've said this before. Change isn't good just because it's change. It's only good when it's good. So many times you hold your beliefs, your patterns, your relationship up to the light, and you see that they just need to be tweaked, adjusted a little bit. You, you just need to have new eyes as you look at things that you've held closely. New information or expression or situation has brought new clarity. And I think it's almost always healthier to adjust your beliefs than to just discard them. There's that now famous line, I, I think I first heard it from Richard Rohr, transcend and include. It's been so helpful to me lately because it encourages us to keep the good, the beautiful, the godly, while still growing legs and preparing for what's next. This is true with people too. You don't just reject a person that thinks differently or believes differently, or lives differently than you do, by all accounts, that that form of rejection is a lower stage of humanity. Rather, you find a commonality. You ask yourself where you see their humanity. You embrace compassion. Relationship is always two people from two different ponds with different ways of being, believing, and acting. 2020 and tadpoles. These tadpoles got me thinking all these various thoughts and 2020 and Spiral Dynamics and Rob's podcast. I've followed that guy's journey a long time now. Talk about evolving and growing. Hmm. He has come a long way. Isn't it fun to see someone grow into themselves? I'm often amazed by the things my kids say and do. There is some crazy fast growth in children. I mean, watching a kid every year, there's so much change. I love it. I find myself lost with wonder. Often, you know, I'll see Lindsay in something my girls do, just a small motion or a word or an expression, or my son Riley, you know, he just handles something. Or bust out a one-arm pull-up like he did last week. Wow. Or my daughter Bailey today pulling hard routes on desert rock. Hmm. That's the stuff. I am blown away. Hmm. Where do these kids come from? Who are these humans? See, the wonder and the growth seem to go together. Isn't that true? I mean, people that are walking around wondering, amazed at coffee and the world and internet and the sky and kids and courage and strength and tadpoles, these people are always growing, aren't they? Hmm. Way Good Life today is about wonder and growth. And yes, I know it's a repeat. That's just the conversation we've been having in my house because, come on, you can't have too much wonder. And since every day, every cup of coffee feels brand new, so does this. Oh, Oh, music is a repeat from my friend Taylor Lacey. Check him out on Spotify. Look him up. Support him. 
And may you be blessed with wonder regularly, frequently. May life hold you in anticipation from the simplest to the most complex. It's all a gift. It's all full. It's all so, so good. May you see it. May you know it. May you enter into it. And as you cultivate wonder, may you grow legs and you'll go places. You will not be able to stay in the same old because wonder drives movement. There it is. Be blessed. Be blessed.